the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, it's the Friday edition. It's not just any edition. And uh, also, uh, it's also the uh, Chili Lime Peanut Snack Edition. Very nice. Thank you, Kath, for the uh, contribution. Well, I wanted you to have a little Friday snack, but I also wanted to sample them first. So I actually ate them. Mm-hmm. Four, I mean, like a quarter of them <laughs> before deciding. That, that, I, the whole point is that I was supposed to give these to John. Wait, you bought them with me in mind, then you sampled them, then you gave them to me. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's fine. I mean, it could be worse. They made their way into my mouth. Exactly. So it's like and I was very good. Like, I didn't stick my fingers in the bag or anything. I, I just care. poured the ones I was sampling out Kath, onto my hand. I've been sitting in this room with you for yeah, about 15 exactly. years. Exactly. You think, you know, exactly. I've got every manner of yeah. your, you know, stuff good. all over me. So exactly. I'm fine here. Thank you really so still. much. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Happy Friday to you. Thank you. Uh, it's the uh, best edition of The Ride Home. Because it is Friday. Yeah. Mm. You have weekend plans? Uh, well, I was going to go to the ball game tomorrow night, and then I decided, we, my husband and I, decided not to. Box. So, we're, yeah, uh, excited because we're playing the Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to dine al fresco. What do you mean? Outside. Where? I don't know. Oh, just to be determined. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Tomorrow. So I think we're going to try one of those rooftop bars that mm-hmm. are... Uh, scattered around the city and then maybe hit somewhere for dinner really mm-hmm. what about the air quality you're eating outside and you, what if you have bad air <laughs> i just want to bring that up the uh, air quality yeah can, can, the when someone talks about eating out for dinner who mentions the air quality look we've been suffering under these canadian wildfires aren't you thinking about that are you a hundred and six years old. Are you worried about air quality? <laughs> yes. Look, you're having a salad, nice and fresh. There you go. The greens, the tomatoes. All of a sudden, like this sludge of air quality comes upon you. You go, eh, I kind of lost my appetite. I am not even going to think about the air quality really? as I dine out. I'm surprised no. by that. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that'd be like, you know, top. Of, I've been thinking about air quality because I've been sick. Oh, yeah. I understand that. Okay. Mm. Oh, so so now I feel bad. There you go. Yeah. Now, Lexi, now I mocked him Mm -hmm. and now he's like talking about he's like still in recovery. I'll make it worse. Hold on. (laughs) There we go. Harry's playing the pneumonia card. Little cough here. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a t-shirt made. I've had pneumonia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very nice. How do you feel? Seriously? Uh, I'm on the mend. I'm not 100%. This is like dragging me, you know, into Took a long week time. Week six I here. Yeah, I don't sound uh, right. Yeah, I still you sound st- kind of funky. Yeah. Right. Are you on anything still or no? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, I'll just say that. Hey, is it too early for me to tell you? Tell me what. Your weekend has begun. Oh, fabulous. Thank you, sir. Thank you for that woo. Mm-hmm. Seven minutes past the four o'clock hour. At least in this corner of the world, all is right and well. Happy Friday. 
I bet the, our fan is excited about the weekend. Wonder what he would do. <laughs> he just woohoo. That's it. It's all that guy. Thank you, sir. <laughs> That's it. God That's bless all he's you and do. yours. Yeah. Wonder if he's going to be at PNC Park tonight. What do you think about that today? What's going on with the bikers today? The what cyclists. Bikers? Who? Tour de France. Well, no, definitely not. Oh, okay. There are cyclists that are doing some kind of race on the uh, that uh, Riverwalk, a- the HOV lane on two seventy nine. Really, North. really, uh-huh. bicycles. Uh huh. I had no idea. I I was driving to work and I thought, Bunch of know, bikers. what's going on? And then of course I realized that it was a big long thing. Really, they're all in their spandex and mm-hmm. little skinny legs. They're all muscular. I didn't see those. <laughs> Well, they are. You seem like a real biker. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I mean, those guys. Boy, they can bring it, can't it's they? It's deceiving because they are these like little skinny cow. guys, and they're crushed. They've got massive you know, yep. firepower. Yeah. So, so you're watching are, the Tour de France? I am watching the Tour de France. I know you love it. Waking up early to check it out, I love it. I mean, it's fabulous. So what I saw coming from the north side wasn't the Tour de France. It was not. Well, no, we are, right now they're in the Alps. But they were, okay, but they were driving, not, not they weren't driving at all, they were riding. Riding. Uh, uphill, like mm-hmm. going up 279, sure. you know, that incredibly long grade, mm-hmm. yeah. that would be terrible on Yeah, that'd be rough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotta be in shape. Yeah, exactly. I started walking. Okay, well, that's a good first step, okay. right? Yeah. Walking's good. Yeah. I'm been... laying on the couch. Okay, great. Just That's where we are. The heck. Perfect. And I'm having peanuts. It's like my life. <laughs> it's pretty low rent right now. <laughs> All right. Okay, look at uh, busy news day. Yeah. I... It's a weird news day. Okay, good. I like a weird news I'll day. I'll let you determine when, right. I, uh, when I read these top four items to good. you. All right, look forward to it. Without further ado, here is the top four at four. It is Friday. Mm-hmm. July 14th, 2023. Number one, the FDA approved the first non-prescription over-the-counter contraceptive pill today, following the recommendation of an advisory panel that in May unanimously voted to back its authorization. The pill from Dublin-based Perigo company called Opil is meant to be ingested orally once a day and is expected to be available in drugstores and online starting in early 2024. Okay. From today's dispatch, number two, more than half, 60% to be specific, of retirees say they'd go back and plan their retirement differently if they could, according to a recent survey by the Lincoln Financial Group and published today by MarketWatch. Hmm. The biggest planning mistake older Americans wish they could reverse was to start saving earlier to build a bigger nest egg for retirement. Americans also regretted not including investments that provided a steady income stream in their retirement planning, with 63% saying they'd like to receive an automatic paycheck from their retirement assets. 85% said they wish they had planned better for the unexpected, like inflation and volatility, by investing in solutions that protected them from losses during market volatility. Volatility. Mm-hmm. It's from Fox Business today. Number three, a World Health Organization expert group that evaluates the safety of food additives has reaffirmed that now aspartame is safe when consumed wait, wait. below certain. Listen, I was it earlier this week? It was just a, I don't know a week ago that the WHO came out and said it was carcinogenic. Yeah, right. Now the FDA says it's okay. I mean, holy smokes, it's hard to keep up. I was thinking about having a Diet Coke, and I thought, well, I'm going to have a tumor, so I'll stay away from that. <laughs> exactly. I was going to have some extra gum, yeah. and yeah. I decided I'd have no, a Werther's Original. The Joint Expert Committee on Food Additives said in a report released today that people can safely consume 40 milligrams of aspartame per, per kilogram of body weight per day. What is that? Like, That's I'm doing lot. math? Okay, listen. That would be the equivalent of about 9 to 14 
12 ounce cans of diet soda a day. <laughs> I guess we're safe. All right. Why, so I'm going to have it like lick a man. I mean, it just makes me like, I mean. So open up those packets and lick it. Feel good about it. Number four, as we launch into the second half of the baseball season this evening, the Pirates have five players in Baseball America's new top 100 prospects list, including two new additions and a pair of pitchers. The Pirates' new top prospect, of course, you know his name. Please tell me you know his name. Paul Skeens, the LSU right-hander selected with the number one overall pick in this year's draft. Skeens ranked sixth by Baseball America, behind Cincinnati Reds shortstop Ellie De La Cruz, Double uh, A shortstop Jackson Holiday. I'll skip all these other ones, but I will bring up LSU teammate Dylan Cruz. He was in the same class as Paul Skeens, mm-hmm. but he's going to play for the Nationals. Anyway, um, back to Paul Skeens. The number one pick is coming off one of the best college seasons of the 21st century, Baseball America wrote. Now the question becomes how quickly he can help the Pirates Big League right. Club. And that is your top four at four. Well, you know, he's, he's probably out there he, signing. He looks like a, oh, an a beast. unbelievable pitcher. He sure does. But he's probably out there right now just spending a little bit of a signing bonus. Yeah, it was $9 million. Yeah. Listen, I heard Bob Walk today say that he's the best pitching prospect he's ever seen. What? That makes you anxious. Isn't that exciting? Right? It's a lot of, uh, Isn't that exciting? What if you fail to live up to that? I mean, well, the pressure the guy must feel? Maybe Holy he doesn't. Smokes. I mean, he's a military guy. Maybe Paul he's, Skeens. Yeah. He's, he's strong, cool under pressure. strong and steady, and maybe he can manage all, all right, that. That's pretty I good. hope he can manage all that. I hope so, too. We'll take a quick break. Doug Oster is back. We're going to talk about summer planting and the spotted lanternfly. That's next in the ride home. 101.5 WORD. I'm Donna Cruz. Join Frank Reed and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. The co-creator of Chicken Soup for the Soul shares about getting unstuck in your story. 101 times you ask God for what it is you want, for clarity, for purposefulness. Jack calls me at 2.58 in the morning and Jack says, Chicken Soup. I said, for the soul. I said, Jack, that's it. We got goosebumps. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith tomorrow night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM. W-O-R-D. Plan now to join Word FM Friday, August 18th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The Ride Homes, John and Kathy, will be your cruise directors for this amazing night. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinnercruise. Attention, your money is now controlled by the U.S. government. Picture a world where your every purchase is monitored, tracked, and controlled by those in power to suppress the freedoms of those they see fit. Hi, my name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. And right now, I've become very focused on the impending rollout of the central bank digital currency. This is not a work of fiction. It's a terrifying reality looming on the horizon. But there is a bit of good news. I've partnered with Advantage Gold to offer you a solution. They are specialists in converting your traditional assets, like those inside an IRA or 401k, into tangible assets such as physical gold and silver. Don't allow your money to be controlled. 
Claim your free gold protection kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Call 800-900-8000. It's Trinity Jewelers' sixth annual half-off, half-the-store sale. It only happens once a year. Come to Trinity Jewelers on Mount Nebo Road now through Tuesday, July 18th, and get half-off, half-the-store. 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. Don't miss out. Shop early for the best selection. Trinity Jewelers half off half the store sale at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Celebrating 23 years at their schoolhouse location. Ends Tuesday. Visit trinityjewelers.com. Geneva College understands that you're passionate about your life's work. Through Geneva's graduate degree programs, you'll be equipped to fully pursue your faith life calling, excelling in your field, and moving forward for a purpose. In your studies and in your work, you'll be challenged to seek God's design in all things, integrating faith and life, aspiring, leading, and achieving your goals for all that you're created to be and do. You were made for this. Visit geneva.edu slash graduate to learn more. I mean, so far, it's been a beautiful summer, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. A little wet, but, I mean, really, just beautiful. However, I am sitting in the backyard, and um, then a, a spotted lanternfly uh, mm. comes into my uh, eyesight, and I, like, jump forward like I'm to Clark become Kent. homicidal. I do. I, I start smashing, and, you know, I, I apologize, but they it's are the right here. thing to do. And invasive. Doug Oster's back with us. Doug's been a regular guest of ours. He is the editor of Gardening with Doug at DougOster.com. Doug, welcome back, friend. How you doing? I was on a hike today, and I stumbled onto a lot of spotted lanternflies. And they they changed the way they look. They first started off as, like, little black bugs with white spots. Now they're kind of orange with spots. So you have to know that before they get to the adult stage. And you're right, John. You, if you see them, you got to kill them. And one of the problems has been people think they're so pretty, they don't want to kill them. But right. this is a really bad invasive. I, in fact, I just posted something an hour ago on my Facebook page, and people are going nuts over it because they're just like, Oh, they're all over my grapevines. They're all over this. They're all over that. And uh, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Hopefully, uh, nature will will create a balance and the birds and other predators will figure out you can eat them. With these bright colors, that's usually indicative of, like, warning uh, the predator that I could be poisonous. And so that's the trick. Uh, So... Uh, you know, grapes, hops, uh, there's 70 different crops that they uh, affect. And so you did the right thing, John. I I know in general, we, you know, we always say that 99% of the insects in the garden are either benign or good. But in this case, this, this is one of the bad ones. And especially if you live close to like rail lines, that's how they're kind of moving along. Their, Mm -hmm. their favorite, uh, their favorite food is this thing called tree of heaven which is a tree we don't care about. It's an invasive and it's a weed tree. And uh, look it up. If When you see it, you'll, you know that you've seen it all yeah, over sure. the place. Okay. So, Doug, what are they doing? Why are they so dangerous? Oh, they just suck the sap uh, uh, and fluids out of the plant. And they're, they're just, there are so many of them. You know, if it was four or five on a plant, we wouldn't care. But the, I, at some kind of thorny vine in the woods today, there must have been 200 on there. And I <laughs> knocked them off. Uh, you know the problem too is that they jump. They're they're actually a leaf hopper, uh-huh. so they're they're quick. And so on that vine, I just 
banged that vine. They went, fell down on the ground, and since they're orange, I could see them, and I crushed them with my my shoes. Um, but yeah, so many of them get on there, and they're just they're taking uh, all the you know juices and stuff out of the plant, and that's a bad thing. What the heck, spotted lanternflies. <sighs> So this is kind of a wait and see game with the spotted lanternfly, right? You know, kind of seeing, as you said, how the environment the will respond. Um, or are there, you know, what are, what are botanists talking about as far as, you know, we know what the risks are. What could the remedies be? Well, first is, yes, the wait and see to see if nature creates a balance. Almost always it does. We've We've seen this before with different insects, but... As homeowners, there are some organic controls that we can use uh, that are, are very effective against the, the spotted lanternfly and won't negatively affect the good bugs. If, if you know, in my style of gardening, it's, it's the organic gardener, and I'm I'm putting uh, specifically targeting this pest with something that will only affect the pest, but not the whole cycle of nature. If we put a broad spectrum pesticide on, we're killing everything, good and bad. So for these spotted lanternflies, there's lots of different options. There's something called insecticidal soap. And don't make your own. Uh, go to the nursery, buy something. It's called insecticidal soap. And there's also another thing I use. I've been very effective on them with something called horticultural oil. It's just a lightweight oil, but specifically for plants. It's not motor oil. <laughs> uh, and then there's a thing called diatomaceous earth, which is a powder that if they crawl on it, it kills them. And then something called neem oil, which is, again, an organic product mm -hmm. from a plant. Uh, these will kill the, the, the bugs, but there's just so many of them. You know, that's that's the problem. I, I'm, you know, in my garden, I'm seeing them everywhere. I do have hops growing in my garden, and they're decimating the plant. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so talk to us, Doug, about the middle of the summer. Uh, when I look at my garden, I, the number one thing I see is that my hanging baskets are really struggling now. Um, they're they're getting leggy. There are very few blooms. Um, let's talk about hanging baskets first. What, how, what can we do to rejuvenate them? Uh, you know, even though we're getting, you know, these storms coming through, you're still probably going to have to water, and most importantly, Every time you water in a hanging basket, believe it or not, you should be fertilizing. Every too. time. And every time. You know, this is a trick I learned. Uh, a friend of mine used to run the horticulture, uh, all the horticulture at the zoo. And I said, man, how do these containers and hanging baskets look, look so good? And that's what he said. He said, every time we water during from June to August, during that, those long days, we're adding some fertilizer. Really? And the, the, the trick is at home. Like a day like today, okay, if you happen to get one of these storms through and you get good water on that plant, then is the time to add like an organic liquid fertilizer. Uh, you know, you can buy them as a concentrate. You mix them up, put them in a one-gallon, uh, you know, milk jug and just pour it on there. When that soil is already moist, it accepts that liquid fertilizer a little bit better. Instead of when it was completely dry, you'd pour it in there and it'd be like pouring through the bottom. Most of our hanging baskets... Um, that you just, you know, kind of buy off the rack are usually too small. And when you get to this time of the year, basically you're watering every day. Mm -hmm. um, right. If you if you really wanted to do it, uh, you could just take that hanging basket down, dunk it in like a bucket, and let it just all that air come out of there and really soak it in. And then fertilization is everything uh, with any container, but especially hanging baskets. Bigger is better. Uh, I, you know, in my case, I put some in that I feel are too small, but they're in the shade. And so I can kind of get away with it, but I would never put these ones out 
you know, they're like 18-inch baskets, too. I would never put those out in full sun because I could never keep up with the watering. I could never sure. keep up with the fertilization. The ones that I have out hanging outside the vegetable garden are huge hanging baskets that I use year after year. And they don't need as much care because the more mass you have, the less water you need, and there's more nutrients in there. Right. If you're talking about a liquid fertilizer, Doug, uh, tell me some options. So I really love the fish-based and kelp-based varieties. You can any nursery is going to have these. Again, is this in this organic method that I do? And you don't have to do it this way. This is just the way I do it. But what I'm trying to do is I don't want to negatively affect anything that's in that hanging basket. So if I use a chemical fertilizer that has salts in it. I, it's going to feed the plant, definitely, but I'm going to probably kill some other microorganisms, earthworms, something like that, in just using fish-based or kelp-based stuff. And like I said, you know, it's like 20 bucks enough to last you a whole summer. You mix it up yourself and you pour it on there, you're, it's a positive for everything that's in that hanging basket or, or in your container or whatever it is. It's not going to, it's not going to stop anything. I want all that stuff that's in there to help me garden uh, the, one, the one that I use is called Dramatic, and it, it has two M's in it it's from this company called Dram. And it, this is not an ad. They don't pay me to tell you about it. But it, when you apply it, it smells like low tide. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but, right, right. But, but, but it makes my containers go crazy. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Okay. Uh, you know, and, and if, you just, if you look on, online, you can find that Dramatic easy. Uh, and you know, I met the guy who uh, from this company called Dram, and at a trade show, and he, you know, I tried some, and I buy it just like anybody else because I just love this stuff. When I do the house plants, though, I've got to wait till uh, the boss uh, goes to visit mom because <laughs> indoors it can be a little much. And uh, if you had cats too, I think it might <laughs> might drive them nuts. But it only lasts for the, the smell only lasts for a couple of days. But Anything you can get to fertilize this time of the year, any container, hanging baskets, other containers, it's going to help because those plants are growing strong in these long days. Uh, you know, certainly this weather is helping, this humidity and, and the storms that we get coming through. Uh, but they're eating up all the nutrients that are, that are in that mix that they were originally planted in. Interesting. We're talking with Doug Oster, Gardening with Doug, gardener extraordinaire Doug Oster. Doug, um, how's your vegetable garden? Um, are you eating? Oh yeah, <laughs> I've been eating since I don't know since since April. You know, I'm overwintering <laughs> stuff out there, and so yeah, I already had a couple tomatoes. Um, uh, actually, something that people should know, and again, we talked about this last time, but even at this time of the season, it's not too late to plant some stuff. You know, I have bean a, a really? what is second third crop of beans coming up right now, uh, just sprouting right now, and there's there's time for them to reach fruition. Uh, you know, some of those early spring crops are done. You know, we put in some stuff like lettuce and peas and spinach, these things that love cool weather. Well, at this point in the season, it's too hot for them. And so we can supplant that with other things. You know, go to the nursery. There's a, You can get some really nice-looking lettuce plants, and those are an easy thing for a container, too. Like if you don't have a, a full-fledged garden, you could just have a container on the deck and plug in a few lettuce plants, and you're going to be eating lettuce, you know, for, for months. And so it's not too late to plant, and certainly a lot of stuff that I, I had planted early is coming to fruition now, uh, you know, starting with tomatoes, peppers, not quite yet. Um, you know, I pulled all the garlic, and as soon as the garlic comes out, the uh, the beans go in. 
you guys would not want me in the studio now because when the fresh garlic comes out, I'm, I'm eating that stuff raw. <laughs> no, you're every, not. Every oh, oh, yes, I am. Oh, I'll tell you, and I'm peeling it by hand. And when you shake hands with me, you walk away like you just shook hands with one of those car dealers that puts like that <laughs> uh, cologne on their hands, so you always remember them. Well, you always remember me when you shake your Funny. hand this time of the year. You know who your true friends are now, Doug, right. don't you? Do you just do you just plant plant a clove of garlic, or I mean a, so, a head? So it's actually planted in the fall as a clove. You, as you a clove? Right kind of, yeah, one clove planted in October, this time of the year, we get an entire big head out of it. And it's very exciting for garlic growers because cool. when I say that about having it on my hands, this garlic, it, it's what we call kind of juicy. It's filled with these oils. It hasn't dried out yet. Like mm. when, you buy, when you buy garlic in the store, you get it. It's been dried for months and months. And you take it out there, you smash it, you cut it up, whatever you want to do with it. But this stuff, <laughs> when when you start peeling it, 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 there's there's garlic oils are dripping off your oh, fingers. Cool. Really? And, and for a garlic fanatic, it is it's just the best time of the year. Uh, just absolutely wonderful. And that garlic is so much different than your store-bought garlic, just like anything coming out of the garden. Mm. Uh, it, it's 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 uh, it's more complex. It's uh, each one, believe it or not, has its own different. Uh, spiciness and flavor and finish and and uh, there's you know 50 or 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 more different types of garlic and uh, for for people like me who you know I eat I eat the garlic raw because I I think it um, helps me stay healthy you know one clove a day hmm. and it's the garlic we're pulling now from the garden it, it's not it's much milder than eating a clove like from the store where you'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is ugh, too much. But these are, are – you just take a little clove and you chew it up and it's it's just heaven. It's, it's like a, you know, it's releasing those oils and everything. And in my mind, I say it's good for me. And maybe it does kind of keep me on my own too because people avoid me. <laughs> <laughs> That's and funny. Number, and number, number one, no vampires. So. <laughs> of course, yeah. You're safe. <laughs> That's very good. Okay, listen, Doug, we're already over time, but I got to ask you one more question. Um, what about bargains that people can get in the nurseries now? So whether it's oh, trees or perennials oh, or anything, yes, is it is yes, it yes. is it a good time to do that? Trees. This, this, this is bargain bargain time for sure. Really? People normal normal people have stopped buying. More so now, um, annuals. You know the 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 flowers for the containers and stuff. This is a perfect time, like to spruce up your containers. Hmm. So if you didn't put a vegetable garden in, you know, there's some there, – I was at the nursery the other day. Giant tomato plants, are, they're almost, and in some places actually, are giving them away. Really? Uh, there was a nursery at, I was at the other day, and they just had a whole rack of stuff. Please, just take it. I had another nursery where uh, fill up this cart for $10 and just get it out of here. So, yes, go to the nursery. Find something that you love, and you'll get a deal on it. And for me, the cheapest gardener in the world – it's much more important just to get the deal. And then everybody that you show the plant to, you say, well, I only paid 50 cents for that. Right, right, right. <laughs> Bragging rights go a long way, Doug. You got that right. That's cool. Very good. I love it. Okay, well, maybe I'll see you at the nursery, Doug. Sounds good. Thanks, Always guys. a pleasure. It yeah, it's our pleasure. You. you as well. Doug Oster, look, look for him online. As you can see, I mean, holy smokes. Uh, he just knows all, so much about what's going on in your garden. DougOster.com online. DougOster.com. He is editor of Gardening with Doug. You can find him all over social media, Facebook, and whatnot. There he is. DougOster.com. Take a quick break. It's our Friday show. This or that. It's coming up here in just a few minutes.
Reports of new state requirements for PA public school teachers have many parents concerned about racial equity learning resources in the classroom to gender and identity politics. Now may be a great time to try Christian education, a faith-focused education that believes in transparency, parents, and that values every student. Get half off a year's tuition beginning this fall at a participating school near you, like Pittsburgh Christian Academy in West Mifflin. Learn more at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Pittsburgh Christian Schools, education that believes in you. Attention, your money is now controlled by the U.S. government. Picture a world where your every purchase is monitored, tracked, and controlled by those in power to suppress the freedoms of those they see fit. Hi, my name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. And right now, I've become very focused on the impending rollout of the central bank digital currency. This is not a work of fiction. It's a terrifying reality looming on the horizon. But there is a bit of good news. I've partnered with Advantage Gold to offer you a solution. They are specialists in converting your traditional assets, like those inside an IRA or 401k, into tangible assets such as physical gold and silver. Don't allow your money to be controlled. Claim your free gold protection kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Call 800-900-8000. As a local business owner, you get called every week by marketing companies. We get it. We have hundreds of satisfied customers. Here's what a satisfied client recently said. Open enrollment is going great. We're hitting record numbers. Thank you so much for this report. It really is amazing to see how the marketing is really shaping our enrollment around the city. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. I'll be here to hear what's on your mind. As an adult, kids want to know you're listening to them, but they also want to listen to you. When it comes to alcohol, they want to know your expectations and how and why to avoid underage drinking. Talking early and often about it in everyday conversations reinforces your message and keeps lines of communication open. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Tonight, mainly clear with a low 66. Tomorrow, clouds and sunshine with a heavy thunderstorm around. Humid, storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds with a high 87. Tomorrow night, overcast with a stray thunderstorm and a low 68. And Sunday, partly sunny and humid with a high of 83. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. It's time once again for this or that. Mm -hmm. I've got a list. I've got a list. And we go at it. It doesn't really mean anything. We just kind of I mean, I th- back I think, and forth. I think it might you think be it meaningful. Does? Yeah. I think it could be. All right. Uh, here's my list this week. And if I was going to title this week, I would say my list is 
inside Christendom. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Bible study, prayer group. What kind of question is that? Here it comes. This or that. Bible study. Church potluck, church picnic. Uh, I haven't gone to a potluck since before COVID. Oh. So I, I'm going to say potluck. Okay, very nice. Baptism by immersion. Baptism by sprinkling. See, you're just, you just can't. It's inside Christendom. Sprinkling, Everyone. John. A sprinkling. Sprinkle. Okay, sprinkler. I'm a Presbyterian. I'm a sprinkler. Predestination. Mm-hmm. Free will. <laughs> <laughs> this or that, Kat. Inside Christendom. Predestination. That's ridiculous. You can't pick. Predestination. They're both. Free will. They're, you, they're bo- Just choose one. Okay, predestination. Oh, I'm surprised. <laughs> Communion with wine. Communion with grape juice. You're, this is the worst this or that ever. That's good. Of all the this or that, this is the worst one. <laughs> grape juice. Oh. oh. <laughs> Mission trip. Local outreach. What? <laughs> Local outreach, John. Oh. Servant on the Mount. <laughs> <laughs> Ten Commandments. That's just wrong. No, it's good. Ten Commandments. Oh, okay. I can't. Quiet. I want this erased, Lexi, no. when this is over. Please. Quiet contemplation. Yes. Expressive worship. <laughs> Quiet contemplation. Mm. Original sin. I can't believe I have to do this in public. Original sin. In a goodness of humanity. <laughs> Original sin, for oh, sure. Okay. That was easy. Faith alone. Faith in works. Faith alone. Sermon series. Yeah. Verse by verse teaching. It's so wrong. This whole thing is so broken. Sermon series. Quiet time in the morning. Quiet time in the evening. Quiet time in the evening. That's it. That's is my it over? That. It's all done. Is it over? I liked it. Gosh. Inside the Christian. Right. What did you think? Ted Sermon on the Mount or Ted Commandments. This or Faith that. or work. What's Mine is so meaningless compared to that. Mine is. Yeah, well, you're. So tonight starts the second half of the Major League Baseball season. Here we go. Did you know that? Tonight starts tonight. Friday evening. Uh, And so I'm giving you the second half edition of this or that. I like it. You might not. Oh. (laughs) Number one. You, John Hall, Mm. is a 16-year-old. Oh. Or you, John Hall, is a 60-year-old. Oh. Well, there's benefits of both. I mean. Second half. Uh, I'm doing the 60. Okay. Because I I don't want to go through that again. Of course not. No, no. Living in New York City? Yeah. Or living in Pittsburgh? Hmm. Yeah. uh, uh, I'm living in New York City. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Number three. Obsessing about getting that role, Mm. as you did for many years as an actor, or obsessing about the weather? Oh. Well, obsessing about the weather is far less painful. Mm. However, there is something to be said about obsessing about the role. I'm going there. All right. Mm. Number four, groaning when you find out you didn't get the part Mm. or groaning when you get up from a seated position. (laughs) Well, the groaning when I didn't get the part, there's much more... um, Angst. Yeah. Uh, I would say that. Yeah, you would the still position. That. Although I do find myself, have you reached that point in your life yet? No, but oh, you I, haven't. Yeah, but you've I, witnessed me. Yeah, I have, no, not you. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't you know, think. So. Yeah, just yeah. all of a sudden, you know, you reach a certain age. 
What is you that about? You start to vocalize. You know, what the heck's that all about? Number five, holding on to your landline mm. or holding on to your old National Geographics? Oh, phew, boy. You know what? I have to be fair. I think I've got a tub of National you Geographics said, right. in the basement. Yeah, they got Like, I'm going to go back there. Well, what are you going to do? I don't know. Okay, what are you picking? National Geographic. Okay. No, clearly you are because you got rid of your yeah. landline. Number six, going to a matinee theater performance. Love it. Or going to the early bird special at the Old Country Buffet. <laughs> I love a matinee performance. It is pretty much a blue hair. Yeah. But as a performer, you still do your best. So I don't feel like it, I diminish anything. Plus, it's midday. I'm doing the matinee. Okay. Number seven, using the calendar on your phone mm-hmm. or using a wall calendar. I like them both. And there's... You made me pick between the Ten Commandments right. and the Sermon on the Mount. <laughs> uh, my, uh, because I uh, daily, I'm engaged with it, my phone calendar. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Going to a club since it's Friday night tonight, John? Or staying in and watching something obscure on TCM? Yeah, I'm staying in the club. Mm -hmm. When's the last time you went to a club? Using cash instead of a credit card? Yep. Or using your right middle finger instead of your thumbs to operate your stupid (laughs) phone? (laughs) My right middle finger. That's it. Enjoying a lovely dinner on one of Pittsburgh's rooftop patios, Mm -hmm. John? Or worrying about the air quality? (laughs) Well, it's a late one. Well, I think I'd have the nice dinner out on the roof. For goodness sake. But be careful the smog. 101.5 WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. God is the superintendent of the whole universe. And if he chooses to use Satan in the accomplishment of his purposes, even of judgment, don't be surprised. He used donkeys to do that. He can surely use Satan. Dr. David Jeremiah continues his series, The Tender Warrior, next time on Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD. Do you remember what was kept in a spring house? If you're an old timer, you know that a spring house was used for storing fresh cold milk. In 84 Pennsylvania, we have another kind of spring house. Our spring house is an old-fashioned country store filled with all kinds of old-time gifts, great country foods, and you guessed it, fresh cold milk. You see, the spring house in 84 is also a dairy farm where we milk our own cows, pasteurize and homogenize the milk, and sell it all through the store. We've had people tell us it has to be some special kind of gourmet milk. We don't add anything to the cow's diet or to the milk. It's just nature's purest, most perfect food, and we love the way our customers love it. We also make a chocolate milk you would think is a chocolate shake, an old-fashioned buttermilk that people drive miles to get, and a 40% heavy cream that's wonderful for luscious desserts. Our 2% and our skim are the greatest sellers. Come and try some Springhouse milk at the Springhouse in 84. Hello, my name is Zahar. I'm 14 years old. Originally from Aleppo, Rohoff and her family were forced to flee the destruction of the Syrian war, hiding in a cave for days at a time to avoid capture and death at the hands of terrorists. Eventually finding sanctuary in one of Lebanon's crowded refugee camps, Rohoff met Heart for Lebanon, who not only provided Rohoff a Christian education, they gave her hope. The hope found only in Christ, as Rahaf gave her life to Jesus. In the midst of a desperate situation, God is saving Muslim-cultured refugees and giving them hope through Heart for Lebanon. I thank Heart for Lebanon because he learned me about Jesus. Jesus changed me. I love Jesus so much. You can reach a child like Rahaf and her family today. Find out more at wordfm.com or invest now by calling 888-247-5499. That's 888-247-5499. 
It's Trinity Jewelers' 6th Annual Half-Off, Half-The-Store Sale. It only happens once a year. Come to Trinity Jewelers on Mount Nebo Road now through Tuesday, July 18th, and get half-off, half-the-store. 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. Don't miss out. Shop early for the best selection. Trinity Jewelers' Half-Off, Half-The-Store Sale at Trinity Jewelers, Mount Nebo Road. Celebrating 23 years at their schoolhouse location. Ends Tuesday. Visit TrinityJewelers.com. When we talk about, hey, how are you recovering from COVID? Most people think, well, you know, I have some lung scarring, Mm. still can't taste some things, you know, whatever it is. Or people go, it was nothing to me. I just, you know, it was barely a cold. I didn't even know I had it. Right, right. I might never have had it. Well, the country and, of course, the world in general, but we're on, let's talk specifically about our country. Uh, when we talk about recovering from COVID, it's not just the illness. It's the whole era uh, and what it left, some scarring. what it left a lot more scarring than just lung scarring. Right. I'll tell you that. Um, so two articles jumped out at me uh, over the last couple of days. And the first one uh, is about education. Now, this is a, a subject that, John, we've come back to a bunch of times uh, over the last, I'd say, maybe six to eight months. Um, but I'll just tell you something that perhaps you don't know the particulars of. Hmm. One is this. Uh, an overwhelming majority of states saw significant score declines among fourth and eighth graders in math and reading between 2019 and 2022. Students posted the largest score declines ever recorded in math, according to the new federal data that provides the most comprehensive evaluation to date of the impact of the pandemic. Because they weren't in class. Or I, yeah. Class was streaming. Or because streaming didn't connect with them. I mean, no. how, how are you going to, I don't, anyway, uh, Peggy Carr is the commissioner of the National Center for Education Stats. She says, quote, the results show the profound toll on student learning during the pandemic as the size and scope of the declines are the largest ever in mathematics. Mm. And this gives us the clearest picture yet of the COVID-19 pandemic's impact on the academic achievement and well-being of our students, but not only students, also the impact on our teachers and our schools. So what's going to happen? So as these kids progress, at some point, do they catch up? That's the question. Do they catch up? Or is it lost? So two conversations I had over the last few weeks, um, both with teachers. One teacher was um, in a college setting, so a professor of a small college. Another was a teacher at an elementary school. And they weren't together. These were two different conversations I had. But both of them were expressing like tremendous degrees of frustration. They were both on summer vacation and very much appreciating it because the one who teaches elementary school said, I I don't know how else to explain it, but it's like I never taught before after COVID. You know, she taught for maybe 15 years Mm. before COVID. But she said, it's like I've gone to another planet And students are different now than they were before COVID. She said attention spans to her feel like they're half of what they were. And she said little things like let's get in line and walk to the gym. People, they can't do it. How can you not do that? She's like, how can you not do it? Little things like, okay, we're in the auditorium. Everybody, you know, go in the auditorium and sit down. 
nobody goes in the auditorium and sits down or some of the kids sit down. She said it's like they forgot what it means to like to be socialized or to listen to a teacher and say, go sit down. She said, I'm, I'm pretty confident they know how to sit. But me saying sit down doesn't translate into what them the actually heck? sitting down. She said teachers. it's like it's a different student. It's a different type of student. What? And she's in the same school, which is teaching kids in the same neighborhood. It's not like she went to a different state or to a different part of the country. It's just that's how much that isolation changed kids. So it's not only the nature of learning, which is a skill set, but also the social skill set and the idea that someone's in charge. Here's yes, something that has to be someone's done. Someone's in charge. Mm-hmm. So funny you should bring that up because when we were talking about it, there were a group of us. And we were all kind of peppering her with questions. And somebody said, is it the fact that they don't know what it means, walk into the auditorium and sit down? Or are they just not listening to you as the authority figure? Mm-hmm. They don't recognize that you're the, t- the teacher. And if you say that, I'm supposed I'm to do it. You. And she said, I can't tell. I don't know. But she said, that's what all of last year, she said, it was just that. Really? She like- said the year before. She can't even count because it was so crazy. Yeah, of course. I mean, there's th- basically three school years, wasn't it? Right. So how do you get back to I don't basics? know. Okay, so let me tell you about the other person I talked to who was a, a college professor. So pretty small college, smaller classes. So it wouldn't be like teaching 600 students at a time, like sure. at a Penn State or a Pitt or something like that. Um, mathematics teacher. He said that. His expectations of what a what a freshman will know when they come into the classroom yeah. had to be completely broken down oh, and really? he had to start over. He said in his mind, what he's teaching for freshman college math is something that he would be teaching to like a 10th grader. No kidding. And he because said of the absence. Right. So even though kids had calc or trig or whatever, he said they don't know what they're doing. I see. They don't know what they're doing. So online learning, you would imagine, from what you're saying, is a bust. Okay, so why are we still pushing it? So if you go to ease, ease, that has Mm -hmm. to be it. Because we know it's not success. Right. There are all sorts of programs you can find in uh, different high schools around the area for online learning. And if you look in the college sector... Online learning is everywhere. Sure. Well, I'm just going to take that class online. My I'm kid's like, taking online classes at Penn State. And he's at Penn State. He's at Penn State. Like he's actually on yeah, campus yeah. and still taking the, the classes online. And yet all of this data tells us that it didn't work. But we continue down this path because it's probably cost effective and easier for the teachers and the students. But true learning is not being done apparently. From well, what clearly saying. not. Clearly it's not being done. Yeah. So, But the question you asked is important. When do we make that up? Or do they just not make it up? Well, maybe this group, this three-year gap yeah, what group, happens as to they this... move forward, they're the victims. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, modern tech, everyone's a victim. But these kids truly are the victims. And then, you know, everybody else behind them, okay, we're back to the basics again. Right? But there's a bubble here. Right. What happens to those bubble kids? Right. Nothing good as far as learning is concerned. All right. Switching to what happens to the students when they leave the college environment and move into the work world. This is from Market Watch today. Some employers are mandating etiquette classes. What? Yep. As returning office workers, and these are some that are just have graduated from college and also some that have been working at home for the last three years and are coming back. As returning office workers walk barefoot, burp loudly, what? and microwave fish. Oh, my gosh. 
Oh, okay. So they, they need like, you know, here's how you deal with the world 101. I'll give you more details about that, but we need to take a break. All right. What the heck? When we come back, what are companies doing to address issues of just like regular adults? Behavior. Who, who just don't know what appropriate office behavior is. What? We'll talk about it next. It's coming up. Doing it right. Roofing, siding, remodeling. The first Owens Corning MVP in Pittsburgh and one of the longest tenured platinum contractors in the Pittsburgh region. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Yeah, it's not just you. A lot of people are wondering why so many big corporations are actively promoting ideas and values that their own customers don't support. And honestly, this is another reason MediShare is so attractive to people who don't want to use their own healthcare dollars to pay for things they don't believe in. MediShare is the refreshing alternative. They're a nonprofit ministry. It's a community of like-minded Christians helping each other live healthy lifestyles. There are more than 400,000 members now, and they save a lot, too. Most families save around $500 a month. And member satisfaction surveys consistently show they like it much more than health insurance. So. For you, maybe it's time. Find out how you can not only save, but freely choose to be part of something you believe in. Here's the number you can call now, 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. As a local business owner, you get called every week by marketing companies. We get it. We have hundreds of satisfied customers. Here's what a satisfied client recently said. Open enrollment is going great. We're hitting record numbers. Thank you so much for this report. It really is amazing to see how the marketing is really shaping our enrollment around the city. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. SurroundPittsburgh.com. It's Trinity Jewelers' sixth annual half off, half the store sale. It only happens once a year. Come to Trinity Jewelers on Mount Nebo Road now through Tuesday, July 18th, and get half off, half the store. 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. Don't miss out. Shop early for the best selection. Trinity Jewelers' half off, half the store sale at Trinity Jewelers, Mount Nebo Road. Celebrating 23 years at their schoolhouse location ends tuesday visit trinityjewelers.com trip to europe visit all 30 major league baseball stadiums go skydiving okay so you know what you want to do in retirement but do you know how to get there tune into your retirement blueprint with kurt kenotic and ethan lane of accurate solutions group saturdays at 10 a.m to get answers to your retirement planning questions plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Right, call, doing it right. 724 New Roof. Before the break, we were talking about uh, how things have to be retaught to all of us who spent pretty much three years inside our houses. Basic life skills. Yeah. And uh, this article from Market Watch is specifically addressing people who've been working from home mm -hmm. for the last, you know, three plus years or whatever, or graduate, graduating college students. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the point of it is not just that people are kind of clueless when it comes into the workplace, but that it, 
businesses are putting their own cash on the table to say, hey, we need to fix this. Um, more than 60% of companies are giving or plan to give their employees etiquette classes by next what? year. Yes. This is corporate America. Uh-huh. Corporate America. 60% said the courses will be required for everybody. 21% says well, we'll offer courses that are optional. And 19% say they'll just target people that say you have to go to one. Well, how bad can it be? It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, the things that are specifically driving people crazy, according to the survey, uh, 48% people are interrupting. 47 people, 40, 40% of people said Others are taking credit for another person's work. Oh my gosh! Which is so annoying. That is so annoying. Forty-five percent oversharing, (laughs) which you can imagine happening if you've been isolated for a long time, working alone, right? And you're kind of out of the habit of figuring out how to talk. Oversharing. Forty-two percent not doing their work. Forty-one percent arrogance, Mm. and twenty percent putting nasty smelling things in the microwave. Etiquette classes. Mm -hmm. So there's an army of people out there now who are teaching etiquette to corporate America. Yeah, a survey of uh, over 2,000 business leaders last week found that many of them are concerned about the way employees are dressing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as well as their interactions with others or interactions with their customers. Okay, all right. So talking about relearning skills, um, I I saw a piece about this uh, Ohio plastic surgeon in TikTok. Have you seen this? No. Um, a plastic surgeon um, in Ohio was um, her her medical license was rescinded at a, a hearing on Wednesday, permanently revoked. Dr. Catherine Catherine Roxanne Graz, her license was revoked permanently, and she was fined four thousand five hundred dollars. She had on TikTok more than a hundred thousand followers, and she was producing videos. What she said they were teaching videos. But now she stands before the medical board and she says, now that I'm here and I've gone through this in my own mind, I see how silly what I was doing was and I apologize. My husband has left me. I've lost my practice. My kids are being harassed at school. Please forgive me. And at some point, may I have my license back? Three patients were harmed in the process of her filming these TikTok videos. One, an almost fatal complication. A, a bowel was perforated while she was filming on TikTok and fooling around. I can't imagine. This so thing. no, wait. So she was doing plastic surgery Live. on TikTok. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, this happened over the period of a couple of years. She was initially warned. She said, "Okay, I was warned," but then I kept on going, and now it's reached this point where I mean, how often is a doctor's license revoked? Probably not that often. Right. I, mean, not I, that yeah, many I bet that's a pretty rare thing. Over the course of a year. Right. But a plastic surgeon, can you imagine that? Losing your practice. She had to lay off 50 people <gasps> from her practice. 50 people? So she had a gigantic practice. Yeah. And she's doing plastic surgery on TikTok. On TikTok. Okay, so what? She still has 100,000 followers on Instagram. That's just, you know, everybody now. You know, is every- a little clueless. Well, they want to be. Everybody wants a crowd. Follow me. Show. Oh, look. This is how this is. Look at me. This is how it works. It seems very weird. It's a strange world we're living in right now. I wonder it? if she made the people she was filming sign a release. Probably not. Probably against their knowledge that they were being filmed. Don't you think? I don't know the particulars. They didn't talk about that. But you would imagine. Why would you sign a release? To be under anesthesia, having plastic surgery and signing a release so the rest of the world could see that? 
How dangerous is that? Wow. All right. Okay, then. We're relearning basic skills. Right? Yes. That's our 4 o'clock hour. We'll take a quick break. Come back during the 5 o'clock hour. we got much ahead. Uh, oh, boy. We're going to talk about birds. Stick around for that conversation. Birds. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Senior Healthcare. SRN News, I'm John Scott. There's been an arrest made in the Gogo Beach murders case in New York. Speaking to WABC-TV, Suffolk County Police Commissioner Rodney Harrison. Members assigned to the Gogo Beach Task Force, which consisted of numerous detectives and investigators from the Suffolk County Police Department, as well as our partners in the FBI, uh, did place one individual under arrest, transported him back to 30 Yapank, which is our headquarters, and he's currently in custody at this time. That individual, 59-year-old Rex Hewerman. And the House has approved the National Defense Authorization Act, which would authorize $886 billion in spending on national security, including a 5.2% bump in pay for troops. The Dow up 139 points, but the NASDAQ is down 8. This is SRN News. Hun, we need to stop putting off getting life insurance. I know. It's just been so busy, and I'm sure the cost is out of our budget. Well, Jen told me that they got a $500,000 term life insurance policy from Ethos for less than $23 a month. All online, with no complicated forms, and no medical exam. All they had to do was answer a few health questions. Wait, no medical exam and all online? I know, right? It's not easy to think about, but... If something happened to you, James and I would be... Okay, I get it. Let's get a quote from Ethos right now. Wow, you were right. There's no medical exam. And Ethos makes the whole online process fast and easy. And look at these rates and coverage options. It's great protection and totally fits our budget. Ethos, they've removed all the barriers from getting coverage. Go to checkethos.com to get your free online quote. That's checkethos.com. Quote based on a healthy, non-smoking 30-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary. Reports of new state requirements for PA public school teachers have many parents concerned about racial equity learning resources in the classroom to gender and identity politics. Now may be a great time to try Christian education, a faith-focused education that believes in transparency, parents, and that values every student. Get half off a year's tuition beginning this fall at a participating school near you, like Tri-State Christian Academy in Burgettstown. Learn more at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Pittsburgh Christian Schools, education that believes in you. This is Pastor Tom Hall of First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue downtown. This year, we're celebrating 250 years of God's faithfulness, making us the oldest anything in Pittsburgh, older than any newspaper, school, or business. God was working here before the nation was founded. Join us for worship in the majesty of our grand sanctuary, Sunday mornings at 1045. God's not done with this great old church. God's not done with you either. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for. 
at snc.tv. Need a roof replacement? How would you like it for half off? Word FM is partnering with the award-winning Bachman's Roofing and Solar for this exclusive one-time offer. Half off any full roof replacement valued up to $15,000. Just click the banner at wordfm.com for details and to apply. Bachman's will give you a free estimate and whatever it is, up to $15,000, you'll get it for half off. But act fast before it's gone. Click the banner at wordfm.com today. Tonight, mainly clear with a low 66. Tomorrow, clouds and sunshine with a heavy thunderstorm around. Humid. Storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds with a high 87. Tomorrow night, overcast with a stray thunderstorm and a low 68. And Sunday, partly sunny and humid with a high of 83. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, greetings. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today, the Friday edition of The Ride Home. If you missed the uh, 4 o'clock hour, of course, you can find us on our streaming platforms. And uh, we did our usual Friday feature, this or that, which was ridiculous, Incredible. Um, We're going to talk about birds in a little bit here Mm -hmm. with one of our guests. Uh, Kath, have you yourself uh, been to worship at a megachurch? Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, I see something. I'm always interested when secular media uh, covers Christendom. And uh, there's an article today from NPR where they talk about the rise of megachurches. Megachurches, apparently, they, according to NPR, are getting bigger as smaller churches uh, c- close across the country. They, they talk about a, a woman here. Her name is Marlena Blaine. She said she first stepped inside Liquid Church. Liquid Church, which is... Um, you know it well. I've uh, been there said, multiple times. Four years ago, she stepped inside Liquid Church, searching for something more spiritually dynamic than the faith that she grew up in. She was raised uh, as a, a, a evangelical Christian in the Missionary Alliance tradition. Okay. She arrived at this church in Parsnippany, New Jersey. Parsippany. Oh, Parsippany. Mm-hmm. And she was immediately struck, she said, by a feeling of belonging. The congregation, she said, mostly looked like me. A lot of millennials, Gen Z, and everybody seemed enthusiastic about being there. She said, I was blown away by the amount of young people. Liquid Church has helped BAME, 28, and others like her find meaning, even as many in her generation have turned against from organized religion. It's one of 1,800 megachurches in this country, defined as having 2,000 or more members. At a time, uh, NPR says, when empty pews are forcing churches across the country to shutter, these mostly non-denominational houses of worship are largely bucking the trend. Uh, They say that uh, most megachurches don't engage in politics because it's too divisive, and uh, they try to uh, teach a biblical message. Apparently, it's a younger crowd as well, 84% of whom are under the age of 55 in megachurches, mm-hmm. most younger than 35, and about a quarter of members are Hispanic, Latino, uh, Asian, and blacks, uh, make up about 13% of the congregation. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating, isn't it? Uh, is yeah. Here's what they say. Uh, liquid Church's core beliefs, grace wins, truth is relevant, church is fun. Okay. All right, it's fun. Truth is relevant. What does mm-hmm. that mean? Truth is relevant. That's does what that mean that liquid church's core beliefs: grace wins and truth is relevant. 
Well, of course it is. I think that means, yeah. It's biblical truth. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I've been to Liquid. Have you? Uh-huh. In New York Several City? Times. Uh, no, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, it's kind I have a neighborhood church that's Lutheran just a couple blocks from where I live that looks like it's on the verge of closing. Oh. And you talked about the church in Swissville that's for sale. Yeah. Uh, we talked about that on yesterday's show. And we see that all over the place. We even saw an article from The Guardian about we were reading yesterday churches. about repurposing churches. That was in, yeah. in the UK. Right. So I don't know. I, I'm sure I'm speaking my age a little bit on this. Yes. But I really enjoy worshiping in something that's not a black box. Oh, I need that. I really enjoy that. The black box thing is hard for me. It's not. A, it's just hard for me. I, this keeps on coming up to me all the time. Uh, I know this may seem shallow. There's something about a traditional church that helps set the stage for me as being holy. Yeah, it kind of gets your head in the right spot. A little bit. I don't know what that means. Maybe I'm, you know, I'm just being silly about that. But the black box. Yeah. Lexi, uh, what does that mean anything to you at all? You're 23. Does the way a church looks when you walk into it, does that matter? I don't necessarily think so. Okay. Okay. It's about the people inside. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, so you don't feel any different walking into a building that looks like a quote unquote church or one that is a black box type black box type of theater setup. Yeah, no. Um I think it matters about the quality of people inside, not right. the right. not the building itself. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. a lot of people seem to be agreeing with Lexi right. because that's how they're looking at it. Did you ever do that when you were a kid? Yep. With your hands? Right. Here's the church, here's, here's the, the steeple. steeple, open up the doors and see all the people. Right. Right? That's what Lexi does every Sunday before she walks in. That's yeah. Why she, that's why she doesn't <laughs> care see about the, it. see the church steeple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's a companion. I don't know if it's a companion article, but it's a companion in my head. This yeah. is from Religion News Service. Um, it's about music. Um, our friend Bob. Church music. Uh-huh. This is an article by Bob Smetana. Yeah. And uh, he talks about how at um, bigger churches, mega churches, uh, that a lot of the songs are similar. So you hear, you know, Bethel music songs or, right, or or not, not well, sometimes, maybe some Marcel stuff, but Hillsong, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah, type yeah, of yeah. things that you may maybe would hear on uh, Christian radio. Right. Um, but then he talks about how when he has uh, investigated smaller churches um, that the findings are different, that one in five churches sang more hymns than modern songs, while a third sang as many hymns as modern tunes. Hmm. Um, so uh, I think that the having done church music for as long as I have, if you've got a mega church, you've got a ton of people. And so you can accomplish a lot more musically. You can go into a lot more diverse musical directions because you have more people who play different instruments sure. and probably different styles of music. If you are a little church, you are lucky if you can find somebody who, who plays, plays the, piano. the piano or organ and could crank out a hymn. Right. But it's hard to put together a, a band that's going to be able to do a song you hear on the radio in any way, shape, or form that might even approximate it. Right. I mean <clears> – <throat> Excuse me. I mean, to be honest, I don't really need a band. Sure. Right. I mean, right. I'm happy with a piano. Yeah. Sure. You're happy just to sing. Yeah. And different people have different, different, different views about it. Um, almost every church, according to this article um, on in RNS, projects lyrics on a screen. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yep. Two thirds of the churches said they never use hymnals. One in five 
said women are not allowed to lead singing. What? Twenty oh. percent. How is that? What does that mean? Twenty percent said women are not allowed to lead singing. You can't do that. Right? We're, You're worship, not able to do that. No. Worship leaders pick most of the music with often no input from the church's pastor. And about 90 of the churches had banned at least one song. Um, oh, they banned a song? Mm-hmm. Most often songs from charismatic megachurches like Bethel or Hillsong. Right. One church banned any songs written by Chris Tomlin. Another church banned uh, How Deep the Father's Love for Us. Mm. Um, I know exactly what line. I can't they, go for that by like, Hall and Oates. <laughs> right. Because right. you know why? Because John Oates is just <laughs> annoying. Uh, 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 okay, churches were also asked to list their favorite hymns and then compiled a list of the most popular contemporary songs. Mm. The very top song was Living Hope, which is by Phil Wickham, which I think is a song that I I love, um, which means... That's the number one song. Uh-huh. Uh, In Christ Alone, uh, It Is Well With My Soul, Amazing Grace, and How Great Thou Art. Wait, okay, I, I should know this answer to this question, but when you show up at Sunday morning and say, you know, you're singing a Chris Tomlin song... yeah. Does Chris Tomlin get a little kick every time that song gets sung? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. So every Sunday, thousands of churches are singing, you know, the worship songs that we sing. Holy smokes. Yeah. Here's the thing. He's getting an incredibly small amount. Okay. A very, very small amount. But if there's 500 yes. churches. Yeah. But they're, yeah. They, what, he gets 20 yeah. cents on the dollar? He gets mm-hmm. 20 cents. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not worried about his finances. No, no, Chris no, no, no. But you know, there is a, there is an industry around this. Yeah, I, I just I, I think it's interesting to see how different people do it, mm-hmm. and how small churches have to do things differently than a mega church has to. Mega churches have a lot of pros, and one of the pros they have is resources. The resource and their biggest resource are their people, and they yeah. can do all sorts of things. Yeah, when you go to make it, you think, "Holy smokes!" I mean, it's a it's the size of a you know a, a Broadway theater. Sometimes that's what it feels like. Yeah, four point eight percent of the churches surveyed had pipe organs. Just four point eight percent. Four point eight because they are incredibly expensive to yeah, maintain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four point eight percent. One in twenty, which is the same percentage. Four point eight had no instruments at all. One in twenty. Oh, they're singing a cappella. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Yeah. Interesting. Did you grow up with the church organ? Yes. Yeah, so did we. Yeah. I was in the choir as a little boy, you know, yeah. standing next to the church organ. Sure. That powerful vibration. Yeah. Boom. Three quarters of today's churches have a worship band. Really? Mm-hmm. Three quarters of all Christian 72%. churches. That's really interesting. All right. Okay. Well, here's where we are. Listen, it doesn't matter. Just go to church, right? Highly recommended. Okay, we'll take a quick break. Come back. Ornithology. We're going to talk about birds and theology. That's next on The Ride Home. Stay with us. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. It's Word FM. 101.5 WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New 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 music. Every hour new from David Leonard and Josh Baldwin. Is every hour. Praise the Lord from Micah Tyler. What are we waiting for from Fort King and Country? The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. 101.5 Word FM on the weekend. So here it is Friday afternoon. Wouldn't it be nice to have a big old bowl of ice cream? Yeah, 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 yeah. Marsh is with us from the Springhouse National Ice Cream Month, Marsh. Yeah, I scream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Keep on screaming. We want that ice cream, Marsh. So what's going on at the Springhouse in your ice cream? 
So we are doing, um, every week we're doing a special um, on one of our ice cream concoctions. So this week is actual, um, what are they called? Strawberry ice cream shortcake. So it's a homemade shortcake smothered in cold vanilla ice cream mm. with strawberries and lots of juice over top and real whipped cream on top. And they are amazing. Like you could eat it for breakfast, lunch, and supper. They're so yummy. And um, But then, you know, we're dipping up lots of ice cream. It's been really fun this summer. We've had lots of, like, groups of cousins coming, like they came up to visit someone here, and then they bring them to the spring house and see the calves and come down the slide and come have lunch and ice cream. And so it's just it's fun to have these families all hanging out on the farm and enjoying the ice cream and ice cream concoctions. And we're feeling blessed to be a part of people's lives. Wow. Well, that is so exciting, Marcia. And for all of our listeners and for John and I, we spent so much time at the Spring House and loved it Love so it. much and loved your family. So uh, our best to you. And uh, we'll come get some ice cream. Yeah, let's go. Get on down to the Spring House. It's National <laughs> Ice Cream Month. It's a great way to celebrate. Thanks, Marsh. Thanks, guys. Experts are saying the biggest economic implosion is coming. Where's your money right now? In real estate, the stock market, or heaven forbid, a bank? Those in the know are calling Swiss America, a leader in precious metals for over 40 years. Your financial advisor says metals don't earn interest. He'll never beat inflation without taking huge risks. And advisors hate precious metals because they can't make money off it. With your money safely stashed in precious metals, you can insulate yourself from the coming crash. To help get you started, Swiss America is offering beautiful U.S. silver walking liberty half dollars at the amazingly low price of just $13.50 each. Delivered. Limit 250 coins per customer while supplies last. To take advantage of this deal, call or text 800-630-1495. That's silver walking liberty half dollars for just $13.50 each delivered to your door while supplies last. Help protect your assets today. Call or text 800-630-1495. That's 800-630-1495. Message and data rates may apply. It's Trinity Jewelers' 6th Annual Half-Off, Half-The-Store Sale. It only happens once a year. Come to Trinity Jewelers on Mount Nebo Road, now through Tuesday. Tuesday, July 18th, and get half off half the store. 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. Don't miss out. Shop early for the best selection. Trinity Jewelers half off half the store sale at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Celebrating 23 years at their schoolhouse location. Ends Tuesday. Visit TrinityJewelers.com. The birds of the air. I mean... We're all part of this, right? We see the birds. I think a lot of us, though, have a very tiny knowledge about. I know nothing about birds. Friends. Yeah, I, I know very little. I'm really little terrible, and I feel badly about it. Badly enough to do something about it? Well, well not that's, really. That's why we welcome our next guest onto the program. Yes, Pastor Kevin Burrell is back with us. He's a guest on our show over the years. Kevin is a um, he's a pastor, as I said, a theologian and a birder. He is an ornithologist. It's a word penned by John Stott. Kevin uh, says that every one of us should make an effort to attend towards some aspect of God's creation. He has chosen birds. And Kevin, welcome back to the show, friend. It's good to be back. How are you guys? We can't complain. We're really good. Good. Good Friday. Yeah, good Friday. We were just talking mm -hmm. about the word prothonotary because we saw that you wanted to talk about the prothonotary warbler. And we were both like, now, wait a minute. Isn't that like a, 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 male, a male or female who works as like a clerk or something and uh it turns yeah. out it has a couple different meanings so yeah. talk about how it fits into the bird world 
Sure, sure. Well, um, the prothonotary is, is a hard word to spell for sure. It's one of the odder names for a warbler. I think it used to be called something like the Southern Swamp Warbler, but hmm. uh, swamp is just not a good name. I wouldn't want my name to have the word swamp in it. So, But uh, it's a, I, I guess it was named, it's a bright, bright yellow bird. And from what I understand in the Catholic Church, the papal clerks are called prothonotaries and they wore, I don't think they do anymore, but they wore bright yellow robes. I think mm. I think the robes are a different color now from what I understand, but back back when they named the bird, they were naming it after that bright yellow. They're just see. trying to find the, the best bright yellow uh, that they could think of, and I guess that's what came to mind. So. Interesting. So, Kevin, you as a bird lover, you volunteered to be part of the Prothonotary Warbler Count? I did, yeah. We've got uh, here our local Audubon chapter, and I'm here in Charlotte, like you said, in North Carolina. We, uh, we've we got a small uh, local group that has set up some boxes uh, for prothonotaries. They are the only uh, cavity-nesting warbler on the East Coast, which means they, they love to live in holes in trees and mm. uh, boxes that look a lot like, you know, if you can think of a bluebird box, it's pretty much the same thing. Mm. Uh, they're the only warbler you would find in something like that. And so they set up a a small route, uh, just a, a, a little network of those boxes in a perfect habitat for it. And um, honestly, I had an ulterior motive because the habitat they set it up in is like my favorite uh, birding spot in in uh, this whole Charlotte metro area. And uh, you can only get to the viewing platform without a permit. But, you know, hey, if you're if you volunteer for this job, uh, we'll give you uh, uh, access to the whole 700 acres. So wow. so I, I admit my my motives were mixed, but uh, <laughs> uh, it was a, I learned a lot about this bird in the process. So, Fabulous. Um, I mean, they are beautiful birds. We, we looked yeah. at this little image. They're a small bird, but they are very bright, bright, as you said, yellow plumage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they uh, they've got a couple other colors there, but you don't you don't even notice them when you see the bird. You just think yellow. Um, and they, um, uh, it, you know, over the course of there's 11 boxes here uh, in this particular network. They're spread out a good bit, and so it takes about three hours to kind of walk the, the the course and and take the measurements and count the eggs and take the pictures and and all that. But uh, along the way, we we some of the boxes got inhabited by other birds as well, and that's that's fine. They're welcome guests. We had some bluebirds and chickadees and. Um, a Carolina wren, I think, but mostly uh, prothonotary warblers. And uh, from what I understand, their population is dwindling. Um, hmm. It's dropping by as much as 10% a year. And uh, and so uh, uh, we're doing a small part. There are other research programs that are much more involved than what we're doing, but uh, it was good to be part of it. Interesting. So, Kevin, yeah. you, you picked on something here that I find alarming and also interesting, the, the declining bird population. Can you talk about that, the, the whys and the wherefores? Yeah, I don't think I could probably speak uh, authoritatively on the whole thing, but yeah. I can tell you as it relates to the warbler, and I'm sure that this is very common with other species, uh, the, the habitat is just uh, the, the types of habitat that are needed for certain birds are just in decline. And so um, a prothonotary warbler requires uh, uh, the coast, uh, kind of uh, the edges of lakes and ponds and swampy areas. And we're draining up a lot of swamps and we are building on a lot of those lakefront and riverfront kind of properties. And and then they winter in like mangrove type areas and those are also dwindling. And so that's a that's a double whammy for, for this bird. So we're, we're grateful to put some boxes up and see if we can see if we can help that out. Kevin Burrell's with us, pastor and ornithologist.
Uh, Kevin says he's convinced that every one of us should make an effort to attend towards some aspect of God's creation. He has chosen birds. Um, We're talking to him live from North Carolina. Um, Kevin, uh, John Hall, who's sitting across the table from me now, uh, spent several weeks at home because he had pneumonia. Oh, my gosh. Still kind of has pneumonia. Is that why you were at home? I I was, yeah. I was really ill, Kevin. I'm so sorry to hear that. Me too. Thank you. Something cool happened, I guess. Well, something did. Something very cool happened. Well, this is crazy. Okay, so uh, my backyard—I mean, it's a—it's a little—it's a, a little larger. It sits on a hill. My neighbor has a very large dead tree, and, but then around that dead tree, there's a lot of—you know—there's a lot of like a woods. I would say well, I'm used to seeing hawks way up in the sky, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, a family of hawks showed up. Uh, now, Kevin, you could put what I know about hawks, you know, inside of a thimble and have room left over for my thumb. But they have taken up residence, and from what I'm viewing, the adults were teaching the young fledgling hawks how to hunt, how to live. Um, I know we talked a little bit. You said you don't know a whole heck of a lot, but is this pretty common behavior with hawks? Yeah, that well, uh, the smaller hawks, I mean, you know, juveniles learn what they learn. Uh, whether that's the call or the behavior, they they learn it from their parents. Really? So, uh, how many how many juveniles? Like how many how many uh, are in this family? Okay, two two yeah. juveniles. And now, it's, seriously, when I say you know they're smaller hawks, they are not small. I mean, I've got I yeah. probably have a, a hundred photos and videos of these two hawks. The parents are now long gone, and so I, you know, of course, I don't know if you know if they're boys or girls, but they continue to stay really close to my yard. And mm-hmm. you know, anything you know, the chipmunks, the rabbits, the squirrels. I'm sure that population has been decimated in my backyard because they seem to be eating very happily. The calls. First thing in the morning, I mean, as soon as light breaks, you can hear the calls of the hawks, and they are absolutely incredible. And so I've been talking to the hawks. My, my wife kind of, you know, laughed at me because whenever they first started to arrive, I would talk to them and say, hey, good boy. Hi, how are you? Good boy. And I'm convinced now that they know my voice, and I'm not saying, you know, they're coming to see me specifically, but they're very comfortable. They've become so close. I'm sitting at a, at a table in the backyard, and literally... Eight feet away from me are one of these giant hawks. And I'm not, I'm probably ignorant that I'm not fearful of them, but they are curious about me as I am curious about them. That's amazing. The uh, the photos that you've been texting me the last couple of weeks were uh, impressive. And I, I didn't know if you had to tell a photo uh, because you, you got in so close to them, but it sounds like that they were... They were being pretty cooperative. Just they were right, right up, there, Kev. I'm telling you. I mean, I've got like a retaining wall and, you know, a couple of those. The birds are on the ground. You know, I, I guess they're foraging for grubs and whatnot. But then they see me, they stop, and they kind of walk a little bit closer to me. Also, at the same time, you know, in our backyard, we've got a couple of groundhogs. And so I think, you know, as I said, you know, all these decimation, you know, the, the, the chipmunks and the squirrels and whatnot. And the groundhogs came out a couple of days ago. A one groundhog, a hawk came close to the groundhog. They sort of looked at each other from maybe less than two feet away. The groundhog and the hawk just stood there. And then the groundhog took off a little bit, kind of ran into the brush. And the hawk, instead of flying, ran after the groundhog. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so to see this behavior, it's just fascinating. They're so incredibly beautiful. Any idea? I mean, will they... Are, are hawks territorial? Once uh, every morning, whenever they're there, I'm, I'm grateful because it's been, like I said, six weeks that they've had a really strong presence. I fully expect them at some point to be gone. Is that true? 
Well, I don't know. I'm I'm not sure how they're going to spread out over that. I do know that um, the Cornell Lab of Ornithology, which is kind of you know Bird HQ uh, for that's where all the research happens. It's up in Ithaca, New York, and uh, they've been uh, they've had a cam on a red-tailed hawk nest uh, over the last few weeks, or I guess for the last couple of months. And just last week, the the last of the the baby hawks fledged, and uh, everybody was celebrating not just that the final one had jumped and uh, flown to a, a neighboring rooftop. But the beauty of it was that the, the three siblings stuck together. Like they all fledged and they all found each other on this roof and it, they seemed to have every intention of sticking together. So I'm curious if, you're, uh, if your hawk siblings are gonna do the same. Like I don't know how long they'll, they'll stay together before they decide to kind of go their own way. Yeah, I mean, I kind of wonder, yeah. you can, it's so clear. They're calling back and forth to each other. They're not in distress, they're not hungry. I just imagine this is just what they're, what they're doing because they're very closely tied siblings. Yeah, I guess that's uh, pretty amazing. I got to imagine the mammal population in your yard is probably uh, uh, <laughs> dropping by the by the day. I mean, but, you should uh, see them. They go to town. Of life. Yeah. I, I feel bad about them. There was a little bunny hopping around in the yard, just a little baby bunny. And I was like, oh, please no. be careful. But you know what? He took off. He's pretty fast. I saw I'm, yeah. uh, the, between the hawk and the rabbit. There must be a nice little race going on. But the, I'm sure the bunny population has taken a, a hit there. Such as well, this is this is related. But um, uh, as it relates to, you know, I'm my yard and on my street we have loads of rabbits and squirrels and i've always just thought it odd how a squirrel will jump and run across the road and back and just be very erratic and and almost seem to want to get hit sometimes when i'm coming up on one i'm sure you guys have seen that and um recently i was reading they said the reason that they do that is because uh they've been trained to avoid predators from the air or from the ground uh, like hawks um and running back and forth erratically works and mm. so they but they haven't had enough time in in our nation's history or our world history to adapt to a car coming at 55 miles an hour because they don't know how to that doesn't compute and so they're doing the same thing that they would do to avoid a predator and it just ends really really badly for them because uh -oh. they're uh, it doesn't work as well Right. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. I'm yeah. telling you, the things that you learn. Yeah. I never would have thought Watch that. Watch out for the squirrels on the road. Kevin Burrell's been with us. Kevin, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for breaking down the uh, the situation with uh, John's Hawks. Yeah. And if people want to find out more about you and your writing, where can they go? They can go to ornithology.com. That's ornitholo ornithology with an E. And uh, uh, I look forward to seeing more pictures, John. Thank you. My pleasure, Kevin. Yeah. Ornithologist. Pastor Kevin Burrell's been with us. I mean, birds are amazing. The world is ever-changing. Fashion, automobiles, news, turn around and the world is always it's, different. Everything's changed. However, God never changes. God is eternal. Transient, yes, life is. But if you're thinking about embedding yourself in the eternal truth of God, and you're a young, soon-to-be college student, I would say, look at Grove City College. It's hard to think through these things. You know, it's hard to think through the news today. It's hard to think through issues that affect people, you know, issues of truth and justice and all, and what it means to follow Jesus and be an intellectual person in the world. Um, you need a guide. You need mentors. You need professors that care about you, um, who know you, and who are willing to speak into your life if asked. And uh, on a college campus, sometimes that type of mentorship is a hard thing to find. I'm into that. So 
If you're thinking about applying to colleges in this new semester, your son, your daughter, you yourself, where do you end up? Where do you spend four years of hard-earned study? We'd say Grove City College, the eternal truth of Christ. That is what's necessary for life to flourish. GCC.edu, Grove City College. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750 or BigLou.com. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight, mainly clear with a low 66. Tomorrow, clouds and sunshine with a heavy thunderstorm around. Humid, storms covering flash flooding and damaging winds with a high 87. Tomorrow night, overcast with a stray thunderstorm and a low 68. And Sunday, partly sunny and humid, with a high of 83. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. I know where my uh, my passport is. Me too. Mine's in my sock drawer. But <laughs> 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 well, you know what? You know why I like it in there? I, I can't imagine. Well, because when you open up and get your socks, I look at it and go. Yeah, I'm going to go back out there again. Oh, yeah. I just like to look at it. Okay, you know, I know it's yeah. there. I see the blue, beautiful cover of How it. How bad is your photo? Uh, well, that's a good question. I learned. My first passport photo, I, I looked like somebody walked up behind me and said, boo. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mine is... Yeah. I think, I've, I think I'm on my fourth passport. Okay. So I've gotten good at it. Okay. Because I, mine is, is a complete embarrassment. Right, yeah. Okay, so... Um, now, of course, you know, if, good luck to try to travel internationally without your passport. I mean, you, you would, can't do it. You would stop, get stopped right. even before you, you know, t- even in your home country. However, there are three people on this planet who are um, passport free. Three. Wait, wait, wait. Three people on the planet who are passport free. Yes. The president of the United States. Is that right? Nope. The Dalai Lama. Nope. Wait. Bono. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong none, on all three none, none of those three. Mm-hmm. Wait, three people are... The Pope. Nope. Wait. Um, three people are... It's not the, it's not the Pope. Um, it... Three people. Vladimir Putin. Nope. Three people, those privileged travelers, are the Emperor and Empress of Japan and King Charles III. Because somehow, the unique role that harks back to the early monarchs 
including Queen Elizabeth II. The reigning UK monarch has a document issued in their name ensuring a no-hassle international journey. And apparently, uh, in 1971, in Japan, a ministry directive dispenses the need for a passport for the emperor and the empress because it just didn't seem right to make the direct descendant of the sun goddess go through typical immigration <laughs> procedures. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're a director of the you know, descendant of the sun goddess, right. why should you have to stand there? Yeah, but what about the, the president of uh, Jordan, I'm pretty sure, is a direct descendant of Muhammad. Yeah. Well, that's a, they don't care about that. It's just come, the sun goddess. Just the sun goddess gets through. And King oh. Charles. Now, And, and the, it seems like the Pope? Nope. Nope. Got to have a passport. Like He's a citizen of the Vatican, the Vatican right? But, but it's weird, though. So the, the queen consort, she, Camilla, yeah. she, she has to have a passport. But, but the, the empress, because she's part of that lineage, somehow she gets a free pass. Is she part of the lineage, or did she just yeah. marry into the lineage? Yeah, she did marry into the lineage, but well, I don't know. Well, that doesn't. She, she folded into the sun, sun goddess lineage. Who decided lineage. that? I don't know. But can you imagine that? Can we protest? You would think that you would want... Uh, don't you love to see your passport? You go, I oh, love look it. at that little stamp I love there. it, but here's the thing. Now you don't get... St- when you're traveling around Europe, you don't get stamps. What happens? When you go to different countries. Because of the EU. Oh. So it's a, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Well, I, I remember like the first time I did it, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to either. See my first Are you stand, kidding my me? Ink. Oh, me look too. At that. I'm there. Yeah, yeah. But if you're no, you're going between countries now. Nothing. So it's lost its luster. You like get everything. I know. What, was that because of COVID? I don't Please, know. Please, because it no, ruins no, everything. A like long you said. time before that. All right. It's because of the EU, I think. Anyway, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, it's time for the weekend review. Uh huh. What was everyone talking about? Reading. What we. Eat, watch, hack, like, all that. <laughs> 101.5 WORD. It's summer in Pittsburgh, but already Word FM is talking about heading back to school. Back to school! If you've ever considered sending your child to a Christian school, but the cost was holding you back, check out the WORD half-price tuition deals now at wordfm.com. Send your child to a school that's teaching them the same values you're teaching at home for the full year, but only pay for half. See the complete list of schools now at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? Term Busters, a Christian-owned company, can help. There's a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45, non-smoker, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month level rate for 10 years. Or a man age 50, non-smoker, can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110. Level rate for 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 800-558-9940. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 800-558-9940. Remember, 800-558-9940. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker underwriting. Exam required to qualify. That number for Term Busters, Christian-owned and operated, is 800-558-9940. This is Pastor Tom Hall of First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown. 
This year, we're celebrating 250 years of God's faithfulness, making us the oldest anything in Pittsburgh, older than any newspaper, school, or business. God was working here before the nation was founded. Join us for worship in the majesty of our grand sanctuary, Sunday mornings at 1045. God's not done with this great old church. God's not done with you either. Just because time marches on doesn't mean your skin has to. Chilled to Perfection in Oakmont helps you turn back the clock with Smooth Glow, the revolutionary age-defying non-surgical solution to sagging skin, sunspots, and fine lines. You'll see immediate long-lasting improvements in as little as one 45-minute treatment. Get the celebrity sought-after look without injectables. Defy your age at Chilled to Perfection, where your results are their business. Visit ChilledToPerfectionPGH.com. Need a roof replacement? How would you like it for half off? Word FM is partnering with the award-winning Bachman's Roofing and Solar for this exclusive one-time offer. Half off any full roof replacement valued up to $15,000. Just click the banner at WordFM.com for details and to apply. Bachman's will give you a free estimate, and whatever it is, up to $15,000, you'll get it for half off. But act fast before it's gone. Click the banner at wordfm.com today. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Well, I don't know if everybody was talking about it, but I certainly was. The Tree of Life uh, death penalty phase... Um, this trial is winding down, and um, I, I would say that this is a gigantic, mm-hmm. significant change. Yep, that's what mm-hmm. I said, too. Okay, good. What was a conversation that made you think? Uh, Wednesday, 510, Father Tom Soroka mm. and Demons. That kind of shook me up. Yeah. And I appreciate the phone calls from yep. all of our listeners yeah, we as went well. we the phones after that and just kind of asked people what their experience was we were really striving for it to be like knowledge and experience based without it being sensationalistic and i think we achieved that pretty much but i I didn't really enjoy the topic i we i don't know how to talk about that in a way or how to think about that in a way that is healthy and strong you know, well, it just I think you come at it first with a lot of respect. Yeah, and a lot of prayer, right. Because we, we make the devil a cartoon figure. Right, which is and we ignore his which the is, power of that right. of evil, which yeah. can quickly consume us. It's hard though, because if you, you don't want to make him more than he is either. Or so, give him, or his give him due. Lo- right. So it's I get it. It is hard. hard. It was but, a good it was a good conversation, yeah. I think. Wednesday five ten, Father Tom Soroka. How about you? I picked Thursday at 410. Uh, you weren't with us because you were having technical, technical difficulties. <laughs> you remember that, Lex. Um, but it was yesterday <laughs> Yesterday at 410. I saw uh, Dr. Carmen Joy Imes talked about being God's image. It was so good. And it had so many implications. Mm. The part that – it was all interesting. But the end part when she was talking about animals – was particularly interesting that in uh, in Genesis he gives animals and humans the same source for food, which are plants. Okay, and she said that it was a, it, it was a directive to humans to recognize that we have to share with animals, hmm. and we have to provide for animals. You know, like we're using the same food source. Now, after the flood, 
uh, God said that he would give us, at last I mean uh, humans, meat from animals. But prior to that, it was vegetarian only. Interesting. And we had to share. And so it was just kind of the idea of are we able at this point to recognize that being in God's image means that we share the globe with animals. Oh, I love that. We don't just take whatever we need, but we have to share. Carmen Joy Ives. Yeah, it was really good. If you missed any of that, you can find our podcast wherever it is you get your podcasts, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. What are you reading? I'm reading this really wonderful book right now. It's a piece of fiction. It's called Norwood, and it's by uh, Charles Portis, who wrote True Grit. Yeah? Um, so this goes back to the 60s and probably maybe even to the 50s. It's this... This particular style of writing, I wonder if this is going to go out of fashion. It's deadpan comedy. So Norwood is this sort of incompetent, and things happen to him, but he's on this American road trip. And it's it's really funny, um, but it's you have to... You have to settle into the writing to see the deadpan humor. Mm. If you didn't see it, you might go buy it. Okay. I love it very much. Yeah. Charles yep. Portis, Norwood. Interesting. Never yeah. heard of the author. Um, I'm reading Portrait of an Unknown Woman by Daniel Silva, who is uh, an author who's produced a ton of fiction. I've never read anything by him before. And this is about art theft, art forgery oh, and art yeah. theft. And I think that's fascinating. It sure is. Yeah, that's cool. What did you eat? Okay, so, you know, we can run the gamut. However, now we're at this point now, you know, where, we? my wife and I, where, you know, it comes dinner, like I'm getting home late. She's getting home later than I. We, we, I told you this a couple weeks ago, we had dinner at 1030. Oh, my gosh. So a lot of times you kind of go, what's for dinner? <laughs> this is the first time we've done this in a long time. For dinner this week, we had a bowl of cereal with peaches and blueberries. Oh, that's delicious. With a side of cherries. <gasps> that's amazing. What kind of cereal? Uh, uh, Cornflakes? No, the post-it, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. Oh, the honey bunches? The honey bunches of oats. It was fabulous. I had a nice big bowl of cereal. Like it was nine o'clock You had one night. bowl of cereal? I had a gigantic bowl. Doesn't seriously. matter. And I, no, I don't think I've, my whole life I've ever had what? one bowl really? of cereal. You have to, that's no, just. No, no, that's too look, much. That's, that's the all, beginning. What? I had all these peaches, all these blueberries, and cherries. It was overload. No, I'm going back for seconds. It was seconds. fabulous, really. That sounds really, that was for really dinner. good. Yeah. Funny, because I brought up, uh, the thing I, I wrote down were grilled peaches. When uh, I was on vacation, yeah, 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 yeah. my nephew, Matthew, who's a terrific chef, uh, got fresh peaches from the farmer's market mm. and grilled them. And then arranged them, he cut them in half, arranged them in a cast iron skillet. And then continued to cook them on the stove top with butter and brown sugar and then put blueberries on at the end. Ooh, and it was like oh. out of control. Peaches. That's yummy. What did you watch? Okay, you know I'm like addicted to TCM. Really? Right? <laughs> they're doing this thing called Disability Thursdays. Okay. Where they're showing films of people with disabilities. Now, the grandfather to me of all disability films is a film called The Best Years of Our Lives. You know this film? No. Post-World War II America. Uh, it shows a veteran without any hands. Wow. And he's a real veteran. And it's a story of returning GIs and how they integrate well or not into the system. Mm. 
It's a wonderful film. Yeah, the best years of our lives. And, and from that, I watched another film about you know these Italians and these little portable scooters. And I also watched the kung fu film of one guy who had no arms and one guy who had no legs. I mean, that's TCM. Wow. I love it. I don't even know what to say. It's cool. Uh, we watched Midway the other night. Midway? Yeah. The 70s film. No, the new Midway was made maybe five years ago. What is that? About World War II. About oh. the Battle of Midway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is. Oh, that's interesting. Man, is that a great film? Yeah. Who's in that? Is it a, uh, a star-studded thing? Yeah. Midway. That, would, it would that be, was a 70s uh, film, too, I believe. Yes, it was. And this is the remake Really? Of it. I missed all that. Yeah. And it would... I was actually going to... The reason I don't have this information is because I was originally going to say that we're watching Bosch again. Oh, uh, you've been watching Bosch for the past five years. Because it's so excellent. Mm. It's so excellent. But we did take uh, a break to watch Midway. And you watched uh, the movie. It was 29... The, the Midway you're talking about was 76. Okay. This one is 2019. Really? Yes. And um, it's well done. Oh my gosh, it's so 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 good. Ed Screen, uh Patrick Wilson, Woody Harrelson really? and Luke Evans star. Really? Mandy Moore also What's has What's it screening? A streaming on where? Uh I want to say it was Amazon. Okay. But we had to pay. Uh, oh, you had to pay. Uh, and Dennis Quaid plays in it as well. Okay. Very nice. Nick Jonas, one of the Jonas Brothers, oh. makes it. But boy, it really it, Excellent. it was a very, very thoughtful movie. I okay. really appreciated Love it. it. Very good. What hacked you off? Here's the deal. <laughs> I can't wait. The government is corrupt. How do they find a bag of cocaine inside the White House? I know. And the the investigation from the highest orders of, you know, crime fighting in the United States shows this bag of cocaine inside the White House with no fingerprints and no DNA. And they go, nothing to see here. I mean, does that, it makes me crazy to think that we really, really, I mean. We're just going to shrug our shoulders. It's not that big of a deal. I don't That's care. how people feel about drugs. <laughs> It's no big deal. Seriously, I can't get over. I Come know on. cocaine and marijuana are not the same thing, but I can't get over how easily the country has adopted weed. Sure it is, yeah. I can't get over it. It's if, ev- everywhere. But here's the deal. If you're a Democrat or a Republican and- Do you want cocaine in your White really? House? Really? And everyone shrugs their shoulders? Right, no big deal. Meanwhile, the president's son with all of his laptop and, all, know, and, a, right. and that's a whole other story. But man, oh man, does that hack me off? I understand. It's so corrupt. It's ridiculous. Uh, Yes, that hacks me off as well. And the more you talk about it, the more hacked off I get. Um, I would also say that we just had a situation with a friend of ours who is uh, over 80 years of age. And how people take advantage of the elderly. Elder abuse. It's appalling. It's such a, I can't, how low do you have to be to be taking advantage of an 82-year-old woman? Mm -hmm. My friend would say there's an especially warm place in hell for people. It's just outrageous. Uh, Believe me. It's just, I can't even. I know the story as well. Oh my gosh, it just hacks me off. Mm -hmm. What was the best news you heard this week? Well, I can't say it's news, but the best thing that happened to me this week is I really uh, have loved you know, you raise your kids, and then they become adults, and all of a sudden, I'm having, <laughs> I'm having adult conversations with my adult children. Mm. I love this so much; it's really, really interesting to me. And of course, generational divide. We don't agree on a whole lot, oftentimes, but I love the back and forth. It just makes me really happy. That's the best news. Yeah. 
Uh, the best news I heard this week is that I was on vacation with uh, 24 of my family members. Oh, my god! And I can't believe how well we all get along. That's so cool. And how much, not just that, how much we enjoy being together. Excellent. And so that's just really great news. Very nice. What have you been listening to? Okay, this. And this is an oldie. It goes back to 1976. Here's what I've been listening to. Good morning, evening, friends. Here's your friendly announcer. I have serious news to pass on to everybody. What I'm about to say couldn't mean the world's disaster. Could change your joy and laughter to Of course, that's Stevie Wonder. Nash, national treasure. Oh, my gosh. 1976, I got thrown out of the uh, scene shop at the Pittsburgh Playhouse because um, I was so excited this was on the radio. I knocked the radio off. That's a gorgeous song. Uh, as Stevie. much as, and I love Stevie, but as Me much too. as I love him, I wasn't listening to Stevie this week. What are you listening to? I was to? listening to this. That's Corey Wong with Chris Teeley. That's him. With, oh, Chris Teeley. Uh-huh. Corey yeah. Wong and Chris yeah. Teeley. Bluebird. Well, that's very nice. To join Word FM Friday, August 18th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The Ride Homes, John and Kathy, will be your cruise directors for this amazing night. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinner cruise. And pick for my open shark concepts. Attention firefighters, members of the military, and airport workers. For decades, first responders and firefighters at military bases and airports used a chemical-based foam to fight fires. Studies have shown that chemicals used to make aqueous film-forming foam, or AFFF, are highly toxic to humans and have been associated with several types of cancer. If you or someone you know was exposed to AFFF and were diagnosed with any of these cancers, including kidney, bladder, prostate, pancreatic, 
rheumatic, lymphoma, leukemia, testicular, and neuroendocrine, then you should call us immediately because you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call us at 800-515-8809. Our experienced attorneys will fight to get you the compensation you deserve, and you pay nothing unless we get a recovery in your favor. Time is limited to file a claim, so call us now, 800-515-8809. Operators are standing by 24-7, so don't wait. 800-515-8809. That's 800-515-8809. Again, 800-515-8809. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. People always ask me, why should I call Mr. Rooter Plumbing? Here's why. Our owner, Bob Bill, learned plumbing from his father who started plumbing in 1964. His father taught him to do it right the first time, and that's what Bob passed on to all of our plumbing technicians today. If you need a plumber, call Mr. Reuter. Always available for big and small jobs. Plus, mention you heard this ad on Word FM and receive 10% off your next service with us. Call 412-Reuter2 today. Pretty nice weekend weather-wise. Maybe some uh, little rain tomorrow, but still, lots going on. Northside Music Festival, the inaugural Northside Music Festival, Friday through Sunday, previously known as the Deutschtown Music Festival. The free three-day event will feature more than 70 musical acts, an artist market, and more than 30 food trucks. Saturday, there'll be an activities for kids in Allegheny Commons Park. Lots of bands. On Sunday, gospel music performed. Sponsored uh, by ACAC. Yes, right. ACAC, including performances by members of the church, as well as the Urban Impact Foundation and the Steel City Revival. Details, northsidemusicfestival.com. Also, Texture Contemporary Ballet. I like ballet. Presents Smooth Moves, Friday through Sunday, also on the north side at the New Hazlet Theater. Performance will feature works choreographed by artistic director Alan Obzur and guest choreographer Henry Steele, a Point Park University grad. Smooth Moves marks the start of the ballet's 13th season. How about that? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Shows are uh, 8, 8 o'clock Friday and Saturday and 2 o'clock on Sundays. Pittsburgh Savvyards. Okay. They've been around forever, yep. haven't mm-hmm. they? I wonder how long they've been around. Um, they present The Servant of Two Masters at... Um, where are they? 86 season. Holy smokes. 86 season. Tickets uh, PittsburghSavvyards.com. Uh, mm-hmm. And also, what else? Oh, um, Jam on Walnut Street. Really? That's this weekend? Yeah. Pittsburgh's No Bad Juju will perform yeah, okay. Jam on Walnut, 7 o'clock Saturday along Walnut Street in Shadyside. The block party is held from 6 to 10, and uh, the event's free. Think That's Shadyside.com. Fun. 
Very nice. You know, one thing we didn't talk about, it happened more than a week ago, mm-hmm. is the uh, Kennedy Center uh, announced their honors for next year. Oh, right. Billy Crystal, yeah. Queen Latifah, opera singer Renee Fleming, nice. Barry Gibb, Barry. and Dionne Warwick. Oh, really? It's an interesting cross-section, sure isn't is. it? So that's... That goes on live, then they cut it and right. they show and that, it to us later. In the fall, probably. Right. All right. Hey, have a great weekend. Go to church on Sunday if you can. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.